you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. Episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to my good friend, Shaney Baby. Shane Tyler. Shane is currently on tour with the Dream Boys. We talk about him going from being a dishwasher to a stripper, getting his todger out for the first time. That was an interesting experience for him. Uh, We also talk about what it's like for him going in a rehearsal and not having a clue what's going on. And then we talk about his childhood and him putting out fires and possibly setting them. So here is Shaney Baby. We're in, motherfucker. Hello. What's good, Shaney baby? Everything's good. I've spent a day with you. We've had a good day. We've had a good day today, haven't we? (laughs) We've had a proper good day. Good workout. Decent breakfast. Mm. Mm. Small, but decent. That's all right. Good things come in small packages. Mm, Yeah, I guess. That's what I tell people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 5'8". Really? (laughs) Seven. Uh, No, 5'8". Then what did we do? We went uh, Costa. Had a nice little coffee. Nice little walk. I had a malfunction on my podcast today. That stressed me out. Yeah. I had loads of people messaging saying that they couldn't listen. And you said you were trying to listen to one last night, right? Yeah, I was trying to listen to, actually, I think it was yours and Rogan's from X on the Beach, Rogan. And then that didn't work. So I tried yours and Kyle's, I think. But nah, I wasn't having it. That didn't work either. Keep your face towards this uh, big giant ball thing. Okay. You you haven't got to make love to it, but... Just closer, don't, a don't, little closer. Just don't look the other way. All right, then. That's all right. Uh, yeah, so I had a malfunction, but they fixed it, and now it's all working again. That stressed yeah. me out. I heard you in Costa. Yeah. Giving all your voice notes out to everyone. Stressing the fuck out. Mm. Then we went to the gym, had a good gym sesh. Decent gym sesh. Elite Three per- gym sessions tomorrow. Yeah. With who? Elite Performance yeah, in Hereford. Wait. We're in Hereford today. We've got a show in, like... Three hours, two hours, three hours. And we're here tomorrow. We are. Night night stay, which doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's a win. You know what I mean? It's always more fun. Um, Yeah, it's a fucking good day. Very good. good. I'm happy. And then we had Nando's. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't get better unless you've got to fuck. Like, Nando's is the way forward. Best food. You could eat it every day. I could eat Nando's. Every meal of every day. Oh, just love it. Like, what would you change about it each meal? Like, if I could have it for every meal for breakfast, I'd have chicken, halloumi, and avocado. For lunch, I'd have chicken and halloumi. And for dinner, I'd have chicken, halloumi, halloumi, and halloumi. You just love halloumi. 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 I fucking love halloumi. That's all he has. That's all this man has. Every time. I like my avocado. You do like I do like my pineapple. I have pineapple and everything as well at the moment. Yeah, you do. It's a summer thing. It's because you're dropping weight. Dropping weight. <laughs> lean. So, so every week Shane comes in and goes, yeah, I'm dropping weight, I'm dropping weight. I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers, because you don't get off the fucking treadmill. <laughs> Always riding a cross trainer, sorry. You look and bike. Like, no treadmill, ever. Just, just on the treadmill. So, um, yeah, it's been a weird week. This is show five on the trot. It feels like we've been a good week and a half already. It's, it's weird. So weird. It feels so long, in it? But it's yeah. only show five. And we've got another... Five... I think we finish on Saturday. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Yeah, Friday's in Guildford, then we've got Saturday, Sunday. Oh, shit. It's a long one. So we've got a long one. But I've had the worst week ever, man. Yeah, it's not been good for you. It's not been good. It's not been good. Where were we? Falkirk? (laughs) So basically, what happened, peeps? I was on stage, and I I went for a nap before the show, and I woke up feeling rough as dog shit. And uh, we did the number, I did the first half, and I didn't feel great. And then in the interval, I felt 
rough. You had a little lie down, didn't you? Yeah, I could have literally slept right there. And then we went on for the second half, and I meant to do like swipes in where we do bang bang. And I was just on stage going, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And Jordan's like, then don't do it. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then got through that section, walked off stage and... Collapsed. That's I, all I know. I <laughs> ran off to the other side to come straight back on. And he just looked at me and went, womp, eyes gone. Just caught him just in time. And then... You're my hero. I, I had no help. I was looking everywhere, panicking. You're my superhero. <laughs> you're my Clark Kent. <laughs> And then the man just gets up and goes straight back on stage after like a minute of being out. Well, I just remember laying on the floor and Conrad being like, what's my name? What's my name? <laughs> and I was like, Condom? <laughs> Which he didn't like very much. Yeah, what he did he say? He's like, motherfucker, he's okay. <laughs> but if you've listened to my podcast with Conrad, you'll know why I called him Condom. But yeah, I just woke up in my tiny ass head in Conrad's giant hand. And then I could hear a, my, I, my track was on next. I was like, oh, I've got to go on stage. Yeah, I can't believe you ran back on. I really can't. I guess that's that's a professional right there. I mean, I feel like I was just going through the motions <laughs> as opposed to, like, doing the show. Well, you had help standing up by Rogan a few times. I just you? remember every time I stood still and by someone, I'd hold on to him to keep <laughs> me stood up so I didn't fall over. I couldn't feel my legs. I swear, the crowd, if they did notice, must have thought you was drunk. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I mean, I wish I was fucking drunk. Well, you drunk how many litres of water that day? You drunk a lot. Drunk so much. I did get drunk the night before. And we went out mm. with the Geordie Shore lot. It wasn't too bad, though. But we I didn't even But stay I wasn't out. drunk. Nah. Do you know what I mean? I just... I don't know. It was weird. So weird. And I had pins and needles in my hands and my feet. And my head felt tingly. It was just weird, man. I slept all day the next day. And you're still rough. I was still rough. I had the shits. I know that's not nice for anyone to hear. <laughs> I sharted in a pair of boxes this oh, week. Oh, <laughs> he didn't tell me that. Yeah. He's kept that quiet. I told Swole. I was like, oh, oh Swole, okay. I just sharted. And he went, what, just now? He's like, <laughs> and he went, <laughs> he went, have you still got them boxes on? <laughs> I went, no, bro, I binned them and had a shower. Yeah, I felt for you. I went walking on the coach and you were just like, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then a black Glasgow show. Although nah. the crowd in Glasgow at oh, one point. We sold out, didn't we? It, it was, was packed. 1,400, 1,500. Yeah, and it was, it was good crowd. I had such an adrenaline rush. And then come off stage, I was like, yeah, let's go out. Laid in bed, died straight away after the show. You was asleep, I'll come and check on you. See if you was going to come over the rope. Done. But now, you're back to normal. And I had feeling good. Fucking first gym session today, felt good. Felt strong. It was good, I was soaked. Yeah, it felt like Ginger Ninja again. And you done, did you do deadlifts, didn't you? Yeah, always. Pow. Always lifting pow, dead people. Lifting dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Rise of the dead. So Shane, um, you've joined Dream Boys like just before I did, right? Literally, like three months before you. Yeah. Literally three months for me. Um, so what? How did you join the Dream Boys? So like for people who are a big Shane Tyler uh, fan, <laughs> Shaney baby. I was really really lucky. Like um, I was stripping before. For another company, which I won't what? say. You're a stripper? <laughs> no, you can say. I used to be a stripper for um, Adonis. And I'd done every Saturday and some Fridays, just like a 12-minute bit on stage. I'd done that for about two like and a half solo. years. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you come out. You don't even really dance that much, but none of the other boys did. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'd done that for a bit. I, di- I didn't even want to do it, to be fair. I worked for the company t- doing like topless stuff about six months and my friend Kieran was doing it and he dragged me down there and then um, 
he obviously got married to a certain woman who stopped him doing it. So he had to stop all the modelling, all the stripping. And they asked me to take his place. So I did. Mm. And that's how it started. But yeah, Dream Boys, I handed him a notice. So what wait, what was it like doing Adonis? So you first of all you went to Adonis. It, it was weird, like And you but before this you've never performed ever. Never. Not, ever, not, ever. Not one thing ever, not even ever. like school plays. Um Maybe, yeah, not in secondary school. I wouldn't even do plays then. Um, mm. Done a little dance contest thing when I was in like first year of secondary school. What, did you win the Macarena? Just for fun. I actually done a bit <laughs> of Michael Jackson, which is weird. Did you? Yeah. Um, and played second, which is quite funny. Out of? Um, yeah, I don't say ten. Two. But there was loads of <laughs> I was going to say there two. There was loads of us. Yeah, so I'd never done anything. So I was doing all this topless work. Yeah. And then I'm um, obviously helping out with the strippers on stage and stuff. And that was it. And then, uh, So you kind of like hosting? Yeah, hosting. So we'd walk the girls in, we'd have photos with them. Um, we was dressed pretty smart mm-hmm. when we was dressed like suits. And then it was topless stuff during the show. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like my first night doing stripping, because I've never stripped before. Yeah. And Kieran, like, he showed me two, three weeks before, a couple of times, what I was doing. But I had to make my own routine up, music. And then, um, yeah, the first time I went out, I think we had, club was full, so it must have been 450. And yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, I got really drunk to the point I could only just stand. <laughs> um, For your first show. Because it's fully nude and I've never done anything like that. Let alone danced yeah. and choreographed your own number. Yeah, I don't. 400 people. I don't, yeah, it's it's such a weird thing. And obviously, yeah, getting your, getting your dick out is... is a massive like it's a it's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say it. I, I said it before with Conrad. Most people do that, you know, like when they, like when you're nervous for something and they go, "It's okay, just picture everyone naked." Yeah. Well, cool. Now you're the naked yeah. one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and there's so much mist on stage. You actually can't see anyone. You can just hear. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the first time. Wow. I remember like, I was coming down to it, getting like the crowd. The crowd loved me. I had, it was what four years ago. So I was. Young the ladies looking. love me. I'm unlike today. No, <laughs> but yeah, that end bit, like getting this flag around you, and then you got to whip it out. It was just, it was something I didn't want to do. The flag flick, and I did it, and then um, yeah, sort of finished, and I ran off stage, and I was like, whoa. But they was like, no, they loved you, they loved you. Um, so I carried on doing it for like two years, but it, it got a lot easier. But yeah, it's one of those things. You never ever think you're gonna do ever. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I did it, you get a dre- such a big adrenaline rush. That's my mm-hmm. first time on stage as well. So yeah, four hundred and fifty people for your first time on stage. That's cool. that's a lot. Of yeah, people. and the other boys had like, so they'd do their performance, but they'd have one or two people come on uh, with them for like I don't know five minutes of their performance. Well, like off. people from the audience. They have people from the audience. There have a couple of the boys that actually work there as well come on and. Like, I don't know, they do a little routine for four or five minutes with them yeah. or just stand there and bring the girls up and stuff. I had nothing. The first couple of weeks, it was last minute. So I was a bit like, oh, here we go. And um, yeah, the boys I was with, they were brilliant, but they were clowns. Yeah. yeah. Like, the second, third week, they just, the stuff they would do to me, they changed my baby lotion and put like glow in the dark paint. Oh. So I got stitched. Um, she had neon dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it went all in my face and they didn't oh tell my me. God. 
And you know Rob Singers? Yeah, yeah. So he did it. The second, no, the third week. So this is all of my first couple performances. They yeah. changed my water to ice cold, so it's just ice. Oh, but, Sabo. Yeah, I was just getting like, I was the new boy, I was just getting picked yeah. on. It was funny and it was amazing, but um, yeah, I got proper done. So there. you did that for two years? Yeah, and then I sort of, we done a, like a 12 day tour. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And that um, first time they had a teacher, dance teacher in to mm -hmm. teach the boys. So we was learning little bits and I liked it and the tour was totally different. And um, after that, I was just like, right, I don't want to do the stripping no more. Yeah. And I was about to move to Essex to work with my brother and my uncle doing property. And Dream Boy's boss heard that I was leaving Adonis mm -hmm. and sort of poached me. And said, if you strip for six months here, I'll put you on a tour as a dancer. So that was massive for me, like yeah. dancing for a living. I was like, wow. Like when I was 15, 16, I thought about dancing. I like dancing. Yeah. Well, you love, you love music, it. don't you? Oh, I love music. Like, I love music. Like, I constantly listen to music all you the time. You do listen to music more yeah. than anyone I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I absolutely love music, beats, vocals, everything. But um, I just don't know anything about music in that way. Yeah. And dancing to it. Uh, so given that opportunity, I was like, yeah, okay, 100%. I did it. He stuck to his word. And yeah, I ended up on a tour and it's just been amazing. Amazing. What was it What was it like going from like never have danced before, like in a group of people, to going into like your first rehearsal with everyone? It was hard. Like, I remember... Because obviously you have like Jordan and Shmi and Lifo and you had Andreas at the time, all people, and Jamie, all people which have danced like as a career. Oh, they've done amazing things. So like, I think the first time before I knew I was going to do the tour properly, the boss took me to watch a show, a big show. A tour I, show. Yeah, a tour show in, I think it was Guildford. Mm -hmm. And they packed out. So it was like, oh, it must be 14, 1500 again. Mm -hmm. And I watched it and I was like, wow, it's so different. Sat there watching. And I was thinking, oh, this is going to be tough. Yeah. And then there's like rehearsals start. So we had, I think it was four to five weeks rehearsals. And I've never danced. The only time I've danced is when you're in a club and then be drunk. Yeah. And I would just break in and do some dancing. I mean, that's the best kind. Yeah, and yeah. you think you're dancing amazing when you're, you're really not. And then getting put with these boys that, like, they've danced their whole life. And they are amazing. And they've done so many different things. Worked with artists. Done, like, two of the boys done mm -hmm. Thriller for, like, what was it, four or five years? Yeah, something like that. Then, yeah, so talented. And then I'm thrown in with them. I was like, oh. I, 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 honestly, I didn't think I would be able to do it. Yeah. And the first year was so hard and I wasn't even doing much. It was more like stand and do this and then now do a bit of choreography. But yeah. the boys would pick it up in two days. Well, it would take me yeah. <laughs> two months into the tour till I was getting it with them. Yeah. Like, obviously, this year with you, total different thing. Like, you pick stuff up, what, in a day, two days? Yeah, I, le I, smashed learned, it. I learned your show that you did last year in two days on yeah. my own in the studio. <laughs> but the difference is, this has been my career for yeah. 10 years. Like, that's what I mean. I mean? I've, I've trained since I was four, 13, 14 to do this. And, that, it, it, and you've just done it like kind of like overnight. I, I fell guess. in. Yeah, yeah, fell in. It was something I wanted to do when I was 15, 16, if I'm honest. I um, actually went to Guildford College to look... Uh, the day they were doing the dance but it 
it's really hard Did you look for me. at it and think fuck that well yeah i turned up and like my mum's like oh you should do construction or you should do this and that and i was like do you know what i've liked dancing grew up on michael jackson as you do justin timberlake all that, all that sort of thing step up just come out and it's just like i want to look at dancing mm. and um yeah i turned up and I, it was just all girls and i think i think there was a couple of boys there but i turned up in a hoodie Nikes and all that. Never like there's nowhere to dance where I grew up. So mm. I've turned up and it was like you need to learn tap, ballet, go through all this. And I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. all I want to do is like a yeah. Michael Jackson, you know? Yeah. And um I actually walked out. And it's one of the things I look back now, I think if I'd done that, I could have been doing stuff that all you boys have done. And I hear everything you talk about, everything you've experienced. And I'm like, oh, I'm gutted I didn't. Yeah. But I've been so lucky to fall on this and I dance along you guys every night. Mm. I have such a laugh and you guys are great. If I struggle on that, you help and pick me up, especially the beginning of this year. And now I feel so comfy with it. Yeah, you've come yeah. on leaps and bounds. It's unreal. Yeah. Like in rehearsals, like you'd be busting your ass every single day. Yeah. I, I mean, you'd be doing it wrong 90% of the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but but you it was you know your effort was like on 120 because you kept trying and trying yeah and trying. I, I obviously wanted it to go well because i struggled the year before and then when they said they were up and everything mm-hmm. i was just like i'm gonna really struggle here but lucky enough like smite come in what at least three or four of the days an hour early with me just to give me that hour just to like help me progress and it actually started working like probably not the first two weeks but to the end I felt so comfy with everything and he helped me a lot and then you boys on the breaks would yeah. give me little pointers like the fact that Schmike's willing to be in rehearsals at 9am to help you though yeah like, you know what I mean like oh, you, I you, appreciate had, it. you had like the best teammate to help you through yeah it. like don't get me wrong he had free coffees for the month and free cookies <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, I was I'm so blessed to be like yeah, have you lot there to do that and especially Smite he's helped me so much and he put his like faith in me and even Jordan like you boys like I said so I'm so happy to be dancing around you lot would you can you imagine yourself doing anything else now no like there's something I want to do in the long run but at the moment I'm loving this so much I want to stay yeah like Especially the, the the group we've got at the moment, we're so close, I think, and we all get on so well. I would want to do this for like another ten years if I could. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, no, completely. Well, we're like a family. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we all live on a bus together four days a week. <sighs> yeah. Well, at the moment it's like fifteen. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, everyone looks out for each other, and that's what I love about this. And you get so close and have like different chats with different people, different moods and vibes. Yeah. But um, everyone's got each other's back and I've made some really close friends out of this that you're going to be friends forever sort of thing. And yeah, I mean, it's just so lucky to yeah. do this. Have you got any moments that stick out so far since you've joined the Dream Boys? Ones which you're like, I'll remember that exact moment forever. Um, <laughs> Or since, even not since the Dream Boys, just since you started your, I guess, performance career. Do you know what I mean? Like how old were you when you started Adonis? God, I must have been there about 23. So 20... But then I started stripping and must have been about... I was there a good year and a half before I even stripped. So say you were 24, 25. Yeah. And how old are you now? I was just turned 30. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, crazy. <laughs> like you've done five years of performance and you're already touring the country. I'm, not, I'm blessed. I'm definitely blessed. But there's been a few, like, 
I loved last year, the highlight was Belfast, like, what was it? 1800, both yeah. nights, mm-hmm. sold out. Sold out, two nights in a row. And coming onto the stage and the, like, the adrenaline you get off of it, that was mm-hmm. amazing for me. Um, I've never done a performance in front of, like, you guys have done what? Thousands and thousands. 150,000. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I, yeah, I think Jordan said he'd done something like that as well. And it's just like, there's me going let alone oh, like live just, tv just, where there's yeah millions. yeah two two thousand but that's, that's been our amazing. job you know yeah I mean? we've trained for that it's the fact like it's like i always said to you in rehearsals when you'd be like defeated and stuff i'd be like you've fallen into a position that most people bust their ass for for 10 years yeah like do you remember i was always yeah. like like don't beat yourself up just work your fucking ass off yeah it's to, to be fair that that's paid off this year i really feel like it has and um yeah, it's just mad because until you're on that stage and all those people are there mm-hmm. and they're loving it, you're enjoying it. And then when everyone's happy on stage as well, it just makes things amazing, really. But like, yeah, I don't know how you lot done it in 100,000, 150,000. It's absolutely crazy. But that that was a massive highlight. And then we've had some good nights out after the show as well. That's what yeah. I mean, we're so close. I think the difference is like when we perform for artists and stuff, we're not the main focal point. Like we're, like when I was dancing for Kylie, you know, you're dancing behind someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not there to watch me, they're there to watch her and yeah. I'm there to uh, decorate her. Do yeah, know what I mean? to so the focus is on her yeah. and you're just, a, just like, they glimpse. Yeah, but Whereas so... now you've fallen straight into, you're the artist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, What's that like for you though? Obviously, if you've always been in the background dancing for someone and now suddenly... You get your like your solo bits and stuff like that. Now everyone's watching you. For well, I think for me, it depends what your goal, what your outcome is of the show. My my outcome isn't to ever. I don't ever really care if people go, oh my God, you look sexy. Oh, you look hot. I just want to know if you had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Dope. If you liked what I did, dope. If I made you laugh, dope. Yeah. If you think I'm hot, then cool. But that's not uh, <laughs> that's not like even though it's part of my job. It's not the part that I drive towards. However, the whole my whole thing that always held me back as a performer was, oh, you're the white ginger guy. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like you you can't dance for J Lo because you've got the like the stereotype of a white ginger guy isn't the hot sexy guy. So in those aspects, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But if someone comes up to me and goes, oh my god, you are such a good performer, or you're such a great dancer, that means way more than, oh, you're hot. Yeah. So I can't even imagine, like, do you know what I mean? You're beautiful. Like, hashtag Thank no you. homo, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bromance. Bromance. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're a model. Like, do you know what I mean? You're a very, very handsome boy. And that's why you became a dream boy. It yeah. wasn't because that like, you were the sickest dancer ever. No, I got I'm lucky. A, yeah, I'm a dream boy because I could learn the show in two days. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm here. And you're amazing at what you do. Yeah. Like, but you're here because of how you look. Yeah. I'm, and we know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's most definitely not because of how you dance. No. So, no. so, how does it feel to you if people say, Oh my God, you are so sick tonight? It's so different. And it makes me so happy because, like, there is times I come off stage and they're like, Oh, you must be dancing for years. And I'll be like, Oh, no, I've only been dancing a year. Mm. And they're like, What? And I was like, You can't tell. So when I do routines and I'm hitting it they're just lying. like you guys, <laughs> they're not lying. Thank you to all of you that have um, said that. Sorry but, to everyone who just <laughs> deafened. <laughs> yeah. No, um, oh, it's really nice. Like when they can say they can't tell. And some we've had some dancers come to the show as well, haven't mm. they? Yeah, loads. Um, 
and it's nice just to say, well, these boys have taught me in the last year, year and a mm. half, and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, but it's not like you turn up and do it. We had six, what was it, like six weeks this year of rehearsals? Yeah. And they did up it. Obviously, like, probably don't push you, no way, but like... No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't but, push me and challenge Like you said, me, but... you, you love being on stage performing, That's you started dancing at a young age to do that. Mm-hmm. But for me to be there and do that with you lot now, and yeah, now I feel mint. comfy and I feel great. Um, I think another thing that helped this year is obviously well, <laughs> not for him, but Luke got injured, yeah, and that pushed me on. I had to cover a lot of stuff, and I've never done that last year. Mm-hmm. If it was someone was out or someone's away, someone else would cover me um, or Jordan or James. Yeah, well, normally James. Yeah, and a lot of it's like, oh, you can do this now. You throw you in the middle for the police, and it's just like, wow, like. He's having a lot more faith in me. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're doing it. And then obviously I'll take over Jake's bits when he's not here. So yeah. there's a lot for me this year, and but I prefer it. You've stepped up massively. Yeah, I, I love it. Like, I'm enjoying this year. Like I say to you, I get to wake up with these guys. Oh, well, some of us go for breakfast. Some of us don't wake up to about one or two. <laughs> <laughs> and then hit the gym. And it's just, yeah, the performance, you do the show and everyone's enjoying the show and having a laugh during the show. It makes yeah. it so much easier on stage and so enjoyable. You just yeah. want to keep doing it. Uh-huh. What's the hardest aspect of this job for you? The dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I know rehearsals next year and the following year, depending how long I do it, that's the killer for me. It's just constant. I was like... Stressed. Oh, I was so stressed. And then when I was doing it, then I'd muck it up and then I'd get stressed out and mucked up where you lot just brush it off. Yeah. And then I'd muck up and then I'd muck up even more and more and I'd be like, oh, this day has just gone absolutely shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so exhausted because I've never used muscles like dancing. Like, so I was yeah. finishing that. Uh, you didn't like bending your knees at oh, all, did you? No, and that's something I'm I'm yeah. learning. Like, I still I've don't do I've got to find the groove. I can't find the groove. No, like Smite helped me with that. You helped me with that. But it, yeah, it's, I was aching. I'd come back from rehearsals, get back. I couldn't even go to the gym. I'd eat yeah. and fall asleep. And then it was like, oh, wake up. I'm like, I've got to yeah. go again. And this was like five days straight. I, yeah. I've never, never done anything like that. So I just ate everywhere. And like you said, I think, and a few of the others, so it's not like going to proper rehearsals where they will bust you constantly every second. Like, yeah, and I just think, I don't think I could do that. I don't know how you guys do it, but yeah, rehearsals are the killer for me. You could have, you did that, did. When you were, um, so I want to go like into your childhood a bit. Like what did you, when you were a kid, what did you want to do? I always wanted to be a fireman. Yeah? Yeah. That's funny, you sure a fireman in the show. Is yeah. Your favourite bit. <laughs> so now I was a fireman as a stripper as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I was always, um, yeah, always wanted to be a fireman. Don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, yeah, there's we where I grew up was a, was a big council state, but we had the massive commons, all the shots where the army's based. Yeah. So it's all army land. But there'd be fires up there all the time. And, um, me and my mates, even at a young age, a stupid age, like 10, 11, would run up there when there was a fire, take our tops off, and all be trying to beat them out because we would pretend, till the fireman got there, and then we'd always get called away, yeah. told off. But we'd do it every time. <laughs> I swear some of the boys probably started the fires just so we could do it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll come back covered in soot and everything. Mum would be like, slap, what have I told you? So yeah. it, it would occur every summer, like two, three yeah. times. 
Um, <laughs> I actually applied as well. So yeah. I did that. But I was only, I think I was 18. As soon as I like, was at college, I thought, you know, I'll apply for it. Yeah. And what happened? Just, they, at the time, they said, you're too young, get more experience. Um, and then obviously, as you got older, especially last 10 years, yeah, so there's you no can't, money, no. There's no money now, there's no funding for it. It's not even that, it's all retained. So you have to go retain now. And then they're obviously first choice. Yeah. So um, maybe in the future, that'd be something, once I'm settled in a job, because mm-hmm. I think you have to be a certain amount of miles away from the fire stations to do retained. Yeah. That's something, if I could do it, like I would. I love to. Yeah. yeah. What, what about you? Was it always dancing for you? Or? I wanted to be an. Oh, I wanted to be an actor. All right. Sweet. I was in. I was in. The, see, not many people know this shit. Look, you're cute. <laughs> I was in the Welsh National Opera when I was six. Wow. So I travelled with them for like a year and a half, maybe two years, doing Madame Butterfly, and I was trouble. I didn't sing. I just acted, um, and then I wanted to be an actor. That was my goal. That's I cool. just wanted, and I remember used to watch Friends. Every day, yeah. <laughs> Friends and Grease. Yeah, so I used to watch Friends every night or Grease every night. So this is why Grease is your favourite movie. So this you tell is why me that Grease as well. is my favourite uh, movie. Okay, this so makes I, sense. It was always I either wanted to be John Travolta mm. or I wanted to be Chandler or Joey from Friends, and then that's why me and Kyle, as yeah. you know, my best friend, who's been on the podcast, I always used to be to him. Me and you could be Chandler and Joey all the yeah. time. We say it. I was like, he's mean. a funny bloke. Yeah. So yeah. like, I mean, so are you. That was always I always wanted to be an actor. Yeah. And then. Obviously, you become a teenager. I went to high school, stopped dancing. So I danced a little bit before that, but only mine. It wasn't really dance. Yeah. And uh, then I started dancing, got into dancing with Kyle, took yeah. Kyle with me. And there was two of us, so it felt safe. It felt a bit cooler. Yeah. And we got grilled, that. got called the Billy Elliots and shit. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> and then we went, to, we went to college where you had to do singing, acting and dancing. And I remember getting up and singing and I couldn't sing, so I didn't want to do that. Yeah. And I remember getting up and acting and I was so embarrassed because I was I didn't feel confident and I stopped doing it and I never wanted to do it. Which is weird. So yeah. you've done the acting beforehand. Mm. But I never had to speak or anything. Okay. I kind of have always had a phobia of speaking. Yeah. We auditioned for Britain's Got Talent once. Me and my dance group from Cardiff called Stereotype. Oh, Shout yeah. out Stereotype. <laughs> I love you forever. My number one dance crew. Um, we auditioned for BGT and they were like, Kane, you can be the spokesperson. You're the best at talking. You're the cocky shit. And I was like, yeah, cool. Like, whatever. Got there. I couldn't speak on the mic. Couldn't speak froze. in front of the camera. Like, froze fully. Like, fully threw me off. And it was always something which bothered me for years ever since. And I was like, what the fuck? And now you're talking. Yeah, no one can this, see me. This is <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Yet, yet. But yeah, and yeah, Kane is the biggest piss taker of... The whole group. Don't tell everyone that. You are though. Like yeah, I am. he knows how to wind everyone up. I'm horrible. Yeah. But I'm only horrible to people I like. But in a funny way, like you just laugh at him and you go, I, I, I can't come back quick enough. Well, I, I always want to go right to the very line, like just to the point where it's like <laughs> a bit too much. Yeah, we've had that the last couple of weeks. Yeah, push it a few times. <laughs> like Jim, our bus driver, crashed crashed the bus. Um, bless his little socks. Crash the bucks, the bucks, the, the bus. bus. But he's alive. He's safe. He's sound. It was a, it was a near close. And then the next time I saw him, for some reason, he said, "I can see better than you." To our tour manager, and I saw it. The prime opportunity to <laughs> didn't see that big ass lorry in front of your bus, though, did you, Jimmy Boy? Wow, we didn't take that very lightly. Did I you? mean, I did push the, the motocross but the line of that. You said I messaged him. Hope you're okay. And then when you saw him, you well, gave him a hug before. I'm only mean to people I like. I know. I'm only. 
you know, it's bants, isn't it? But that's that's why I, cause I get the Joey and Chandler thing. Yeah, definitely. Now you've said that. See, I'm learning things about him today in this. So are they. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. meant to be about you, not me, son. Yeah, I know that. That's but like, how close yeah, are we? Yeah. And now I'm like, little things are just, you ask me questions and yeah. your bits are coming out. So Crazy. there you go. You're learning about Kane as well today. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> um, so you wanted to be a fireman. Yes. And then what was your like school life like? School life was, it was all right. Um, I didn't mind going to school. Yeah. I had a laugh. Obviously, I grew up, it was quite a rough estate. I can not imagine you lie. not being the troublemaker, but nah. hanging around with the kids that make trouble. That's it. I was in. I can imagine you as the that. Mid, like, the mid groups at school, the things I liked, and then yeah. the things I hated, I was the bottom of. But it was the boys I was with. Like, and I bet the fucking girls loved you. I bet you got all the girls in you in school. No, I didn't. Didn't you? I didn't, right? I did primary school and then I had secondary school. It's all new, isn't it? Yeah. And the first couple years, so seven, eight and nine, I didn't. I was like, I got on with everyone. Yeah. But then my mates were the bad boys. They were like the decent foot, football players that played for two different teams. Yeah. Always fighting and like stuff like that. They, you know what it's yeah. like, they had all the girls. And then it got to about 10 Year 10. So I was, what, just hitting 15, 14, 15. Yeah. Then I started changing, like, yeah. I, was, I got a little bit, a little bit better looking. Um, obviously, I got known a bit more because I was yeah. getting naughty. So yeah. Naughty is in what yeah. sense? Well, I was just, like, getting in trouble with the, the lot that was always in trouble. Because, yeah. obviously, the older you get, they were going out doing stuff. And, obviously, you know when you're a teenager, you pick loads of bad habits yeah, up. yeah. And, yeah. And I started hanging around the boys that I li- like grew up with. Mm-hmm. We were we were so close. There was like five, six of us. But then there was the boys from town, obviously, that I met during secondary school. Yeah. And we mixed classes and stuff. So year nine, I started going out of them more, sort of left one group for another group. Mm-hmm. So I still hang out with both. And that's when I was getting in trouble. So, yeah, I, uh, mum couldn't put up with me. He even took me out of school for a couple of weeks to send to my dad. Really? Because I was that bad. But, which you wouldn't think, because I'm, I'm nothing like that. No, not like, at all. You're um, like golden angel now. Shite, yeah, the sh- yeah. But, yeah, I had... Um, it was fun, don't get me wrong. I was always out doing stuff, but it's so weird now from... You look at kids today, what they're doing. Well, they, what we would do. Well, they, they don't leave the house. That's what I mean. Or like, they leave the house and they cause more mayhem than oh. ever. Like one extreme yeah, we'd, we'd leave school, secondary school, don't matter what year it was, knock for each other, go play football, yeah. go up the common. Yeah. Like you'd play stupid and we, stuff. And it's weird, isn't it? We didn't even have phones, so it'd just no. be like, I'll meet you at the park. Yeah. And you'd just go to the park and hope someone turns up. Oh, yeah, you're waiting around <laughs> kicking the ball and then everyone starts coming up. Or, yeah, you'd go up the common and play 40 40. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know what the other games were called, pom yeah. pom in and stuff like that, but. It was cool. And then the weekends, like, especially when you hit teenage, you'd be down the park on a Friday night. I used to go egging all the time, man. Do you know what? It was my favourite thing, either water bombs or eggs. Eggs were so... I used to throw out so many buses and I feel so bad now. So if I was driving in my car... And someone, someone threw an egg yeah. at me, I'd fucking kill him. Spin round and, yeah, yeah chase it. it all the time. <laughs> I used oh, to throw eggs, man. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but what was the other one? Knock down ginger? So Rat attack ginger. Oh, what was your? What was it called? We used to call it rat attack ginger. Oh, we used to call it knock knock ginger. Oh yeah, rat attack. Yeah. So you just bang the door and run. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I used to tell everyone it's okay because I'm ginger. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's when you get a, someone that actually runs and then and they chase you. Yeah, and then you shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just normal childhood shit. Though, yeah. Or, like if I, if a kid was banging on my door now and running away, a part of me would be annoyed, but at the same time I'd be a bit like, 
thank fuck there's some normal kids yeah. in the world and they're not just stuck on their like their PlayStation or something. But that's shit. it now. You yeah. don't get them out. Yeah. Like, we used to do that. What, what was the other one? Hopping gardens. Yeah, so garden hopping. Fence. How yeah, many so fences you could, yeah. you could do in a row? <laughs> <laughs> but you think you're little shit, so you'd yeah. knock people's fences over and everything. And now if that was your place. And it's, it's funny though, isn't it? Because no one had phones or anything then, so they couldn't even take a photo of you. <laughs> they couldn't film you. They couldn't prove it. It was just word of mouth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. unless they're out there with their fucking camcorder. Oh, it's stupid. You could get away with so much from those kids. Yeah. There'd be a police car and just turn up and all the boys, we ain't done nothing. Yeah, you just we'd run. Sit there, we'd run and they'd start chasing us. And it'd be fun. Yeah. You'd laugh, and as they were getting closer, you'd start doing that, you know, that laugh where you start crying, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, you're like, oh. I'm panicking, yeah, I'm gonna get like caught. My mum's gonna kill me. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. But yeah, that it's changed so much. So my mum used to pick me up. My mum was a police officer. Yeah, she used, pick, she used to pick me up from school in a police car, <laughs> and I used to get in the police car, and everyone used to look like, what the fuck? What's he done now? Like, What's he done now? That's like, twice this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd just be me in the back of my mum's car, like. Oh. But then at the same time, everyone, I went to a rough school, man, and they used to call the police pigs and they used to slag the police off. And they used to fucking drive me nuts because I'd be like, my mum's sick. Yeah. Like, my mum's my best friend. You know how close I am yeah. with my mum. Like, Mummy's boy. She's the best human to ever be on this earth, yeah. except for her mum. She's better. But <laughs> Shout out to Nan. Yeah, Nan. I was just like, well, you know, you just should. Nan rang me. She postponed the podcast. She was asking how I was because she heard I'd been ill. Oh. Bless her. Yeah, I'm proper mummy's boy as well. Like she knew I'd do bad things. Yeah, she, I'd, yeah, that's the only person I was scared yeah. of as well, my mum. So I didn't really see my dad. So, yeah. Mad. And did you go to? You went to college, right? You told me. Yeah, you went I went to college. To college to be so a, a I done construction. Oh, yeah, so it. I, I went to the dance. Have a look. I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can do that. I, yeah. So and then I went. Ended up going to Farnborough College to do construction. So it's like a. A year course, but it gives you a bit of everything. So we've done like three months bricklaying, three months plumbing, mm-hmm. three months carpentry. And then at the end, you pick what you want to do for the next year. So um, I ended up doing plumbing. But I was three months into the course and dropped out because they were having a problem with the teachers. Yeah. We'd turn up and it was a long mission for me. Like my mum couldn't take me because she had the other two. So I'd have to get a bus to town and then get another bus. So it'd take me like two hours to get to college. Mm. And then we'd get there and they'd be like, your teacher hasn't turned up again. Go home. And it's just like Fuck. one of those. And I was on a, I can't remember what it was, but it was like an allowance. If you turned up every day for school and got your things You ticked, get money, yeah. You got like 30 quid a week, yeah, which yeah. was massive for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what, that's my, little like, brother, that's what yeah. my little brother got doing his apprentice. Yeah, so I was doing that. So, But if the teachers didn't turn up and they were sending us home, I couldn't get that thing. So it would screw me up. So mm. um, I dropped out of that. Done some like, you know. Teacher, if you're listening, you're a prick. Yeah, you, you should have been in. You screwed uh, loads of us. It started out for like seven Unless you people. had something really bad wrong, then I'm sorry. Nah, he was just, nah, he He's didn't. He's a prick. Yeah. You're a prick. Yeah. <laughs> He'd turn up, knew this, and they'd be like, oh, no, I haven't got the stuff I want, so I'm not teaching him. So it was just, yeah, it was annoying. So um, I dropped out and then just done a few crappy jobs. Till I, like what? So a first job, I actually went to work with my stepdad doing mm. window cleaning and that which actually I loved because me and my stepdad were so so close mm-hmm. um, and it was cool like it would be up at like five in the morning but we'd be done at one in the afternoon too so you'd have all afternoon and I used to all. come back and he was obsessed with football doesn't matter what game was on Yeah, he loved it and he was a Liverpool supporter and now I'm a Tottenham boy me but, too um, Spurs all day yeah Coys. Coys. always and um, yeah we'd come back and he'd be like, right, FIFA. I'd play FIFA for like two hours with my dad. Mm. Like, and this was like five days a week. 
but it could only take me on for six months, which yeah. was annoying. So then I had to go look for a job. And at first, the only one I could find, because I, I didn't want to like have a few months trying to look for a job and not have no money. Yeah. So I'd I done washing up for the, the army, mate. It was the worst job in the world. Fuck, what was that like? So, like, you're in with all these squaddies. Yeah. And they're all starting out and they're doing cooking or whatever this and that. And they just give you so much shit. And you'd be just washing the dishes. Washing all their dishes. And, and then cleaning up all the other rooms or say they've had the PT, so... You, you'd go in the gym and you'd have to clear up all that shit. Yeah. Um, the only good thing about it is I got on really well with the main PT. Yeah. And that's why, one of the reasons I started training properly. Yeah. So he was like, do you know what? You can come and use the gym whenever you want after work, in your lunch. And we got on really well. So it's the only good thing that come out of there. And he was the one that said, go back to college, do a fitness course. Mm. And he knew the teachers at the college. So I'd done an evening course while I was doing that job. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that was... Because you've got your PT qualification, right? Yeah, I'd done my... What was it? Yeah, MVQ level one and two. Mm-hmm. So I'd done an evening course while I was doing the washing up. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I need to get out of here. And he was, he was amazing. So he helped me pass that. And then I got a job, yeah, in just a leisure centre in a gym, which was amazing. From going to that to that, it's just like, oh. Like a relief, right? Yeah, and I was training like twice a day, as you do as a mm. youngster, playing a lot of basketball and stuff. And yeah, it, it was good. I'd done that for a few years. Um, then worked at a hotel. What'd you uh, do at a hotel? Oh, uh, they had a gym. So it was a private oh, your, gym. Your, your so they put me, yeah, because it was like I'm um, assistant manager. Yeah. So I took it and... um. The deal was I could go there, work four months, and then go off to Ibiza to do a whole season working there. Nice. And they'd keep my job open to come back. So I was like, perfect, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I did that, and that was pretty mad. So you did the season in Ibiza? <sighs> yeah, nearly killed me, but it was such what? fun. Like, like a rep? You don't know this, so... Well, I've never been to Ibiza, yeah, so I know so nothing about it. It is a party town, but... So, first of all, I went... And we had jobs already lined up because the boys I went with, they worked there the year before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sell tickets for boat parties, Garland boat parties. It's like, um, my, any anyone from Liverpool or that way, you'd go up to them and say about, they buy tickets straight away from you. Yeah, yeah. But we'd done that and Ocean's Beach just opened then. So that's Wayne Lineker's place, which yeah, is yeah. huge now. So we're selling tickets for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was selling tickets and then uh, but <laughs> we got really lucky. Um... One of the boys knew Judge Jules, mm-hmm. and he obviously known DJ. He hosted. Two I was like, nights. I don't know who that is. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, he's a, yeah. I was like, yeah, he was a big de- like DJ back in the day. Yeah, and he had two nights there: Sunday nights, yeah, Judgment days, and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And he wanted he had podium girls and stuff, but they wanted eight lads to dance in morph suits. Oh yeah. So in morph suits. Morph suits. So you're in these morph suits. Like the tight suits. ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Black morph suits are white, so you couldn't see a lot of us. Yeah. You, and all they want you to do is, like, you do a set every hour. You'd go out for 15 minutes. You're a go-go dancer. So, yeah, yeah. But they wanted so you to jump and scare people. It is so weird. Yeah. Um, and then you'd dance on the podiums. You'd do sheet runs and stuff. I can't wait to tell all the boys this later. I know. <laughs> so when they said, they was like, Shane, you could do that. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And they said, I'll oh, just turn up. Right, so we turn up. Just turn up off your face. Turn up. No, they said turn up. And then they come out with all these bottles of vodka and that. said, get drunk. Mm. We'll try try you tonight. Tried a couple of us. And the boys I went with, four of us ended up working. And it was the best job. Like, we got paid. And we turn up every time we turned up, Sundays and Tuesdays. All drink. 
unlimited. Like yeah. we had our own little backstage. It was amazing. And yeah, we'd done all these and they had this blow up suit. Yeah. You didn't want to go in it because basically it was a battery stuck to you. They put you in this suit and it's it like blew an up blower. and you float. You got two boys holding your hands around because you float and you're this massive thing. Oh, really? But because everyone's so drunk, they think it's funny to smack you as yeah, hard as they can do. You're like bobbling everywhere, and it, it is hilarious. Like looking back now, yeah, I bet. But I fucking kicked the shit. It was out amazing. Of you. But like, you just go out in these suits, all dancing. It was so funny. And I think because no one could see my face, <laughs> and everyone's drunk, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna dance and do this. Do this. You could try set. stuff and no one knows it's you. Yeah, I yeah, I could fall over and they'd laugh and they wouldn't know it was me. So um, I did that for like, it must have been four months. That's pretty so, sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that, that was funny. So that's that sort of helped me get into stripping because Kieran knew I'd done that. So he was like, I'll oh, bring, bit of a bring you down. I yeah. guess you did have some performance experience. A little bit, yeah. That's <laughs> like, I, if, it is. has anyone been there and been into the clubs, S Paradise and Eden, then you'll know what I mean. But um. Yeah, a lot of people were off their faces, so... They probably could, won't uh, remember it anyway. Oh, we would hide in the dark parts of the club and you'd yeah. jump out at people and we was getting paid to do that. It was brilliant. You scared girls. It's just, it, it was hilarious. It, it was funny. Um, so I did that for six months, both those. And mm. uh, we smashed... I mean, we were paired up to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was the boys I lived with. What kind of money is it like? like- it's all right. So we were getting to work on the actual club doing a little dancer thing I think we'd have to get there at like I think it was 11 yeah. and we'd go till 6 in the morning fuck but we got all our drinks like I said yeah, for free. all night so it was a night out really but ah. then we'd get I think at the end of the night we'd all get 60 or 70 euros I mean, back then which this is, is going back what 6-7 years I mean that's tragic but I guess if you would have been there drinking and partying uh, anyway so yeah I guess you had a good time if you've been to Ibiza or never been it's like for vodka and Coke in a club or vodka rebel, you're looking at twenty euros. Shut up. Yeah, and a little for one bo- drink. Yeah, a little bottle of water. Yeah, like the little that's bottle. Why I've not been you know, there. you know our little bottles of water here. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, when you go abroad, they're even smaller. Yeah, It'd be like fourteen euros. Like the, like the four inch ones. Yeah, fourteen euros. Oh my god. So when we were going and we was turning up and we had eight bottles of vodka between us eight boys and the podium girls you're like all the we drink yeah i loved it because we was going on a night out yeah yeah. and then we was getting paid at the end so we didn't spend a penny and then you come back with 70 euros yeah so that was always fun and it's in two decent clubs yeah yeah so um that makes sense yeah we done that and then the ticket sales it was really weird you had to hit like your first 10 yeah you'd only get five i think it's five euros commission per ticket first yeah, for the first ten. Yeah. And then as soon as you got that's, over ten that's fifty dollars. Yeah. But it's it's hard to sell sometimes, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then once you got over that, I think it was once you've done your ten, after ten, it was ten euros for everyone. Really? So you do it like the nights are every three, four days, so you'd have yeah. to have a good day. Do you reckon it's easier to do that if you're a girl than a guy? It's yeah. easier to sell tickets. Girls are easier because there's so you know on holidays girls go out in fours, fives. Blokes go out and like you got ten, twenty of you. Yeah. So if you can sell to a group, you, yeah. you're smashing. But I mean, it. if you're an attractive girl and you're trying to sell tickets to ten guys, you're more likely to sell them than you are. Yeah. Like Easy. maybe I'll send Georgia out there. She'll make Do us it. a fortune. She's you the, would. She's the best. I keep telling her I was like you're the best dancer, but 
you'd make us millions if you'd just go into selling stuff. She's such a good salesperson. Well, there you go. She could do that and then you could go dance in a the They'd just be like, who's this hot blonde girl trying to sell us tickets? I'd be like, go, sell them. That's it. Double the price. They did. Some of the girls we knew, they, they did sell mm. like more. I think there was only one week the boys actually outsold the girls, but we had a wicked week. But I think it was when me and Glenn, we were drunk the next day and we mm. thought, you know what? We're not going to stop drinking took some drinks out and was drinking and we just got lucky we bumped into a group of like 20 I think it was 24 yeah. lads from Liverpool and they were looking for tickets for the party that we were selling for yeah. straight away done 24 in the, like the first 10 minutes we were out and then they were like do you know no just stay with us and we stayed the whole day getting pissed up their pool at their hotel um, which is funny because you're not allowed to sell tickets at the hotels they have security that chase you out you can get done but why? I think it's it's not legal there because they they sell tickets as well. Uh, so it's, so it's like, like you're selling it's like selling yeah, tickets outside like Ticketmaster. You'd I guess. get yeah the police if they found out you were selling tickets for certain places you could get done. That's shit. Yeah, the places would let you do it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it was quite funny. But um, yeah, we me and Glenn, I think we sold the most. Um, the boss was so happy. I think we sold must have been like eighty odd tickets yeah. in two days to three days. Took us out on like his uh. His little yacht, like it was minted, and um, yeah, he, he took us out while all the others worked, and we just got pissed with um, I think it was a celebrity boat party. He took us out on that as well the next day with a uh, bloody hell, Gaz from Geordie Shaw and someone else. Yeah, which That's is weird. weird yeah, yeah. Your, now he did you know him when he was here? No, I missed it because that was the year before. That I was think. the year before me and you. You joined yeah. ten years as me and yeah, it, so yeah. That was the year before us. But no, I think it's two years before us because right. the year. They took me to watch the show mm-hmm. before us two. Was Rogan? Yeah. And um, was that when he did the um, Spartan thing? Spartan, yeah. So yeah, it was Rogan. I watched that one as well. And Joss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you watched that show as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Not I, to join. I just went to watch Jamie and Stoke. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Jamie been doing it a couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah, I watched them too. The year before was Gaz and Scotty T, I think. Mm. Yeah. So. And now yeah. they've got Jake Wickenden. Yeah. We love Jake. Oh, he's brilliant to be around, isn't he? He's a legend. He's just always happy as well. He's always. one of the best people. He's just so fun. Yeah. He's been on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so if you I, haven't listened to Jake's one, go and listen. It's brilliant. I grill him so he's got a shit tattoo. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> he's got some weird thing above it. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. Respect that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't pick that up. See, I'm not used to you doing it. No, he's got a shit tattoo on his chest, like by here. It looks like... You're making mus- him paranoid, Rebecca. It looks like a music note has been mixed with, like, I don't know, a fucking pot of ink. It's awful. Is he not paranoid now? Because yeah, if I you got- say little things, he goes, what? No, I told oh. him his shit, and he did say, yeah, I agree, it's awful. Oh, okay. But the rest of them are lovely. Yeah. They're spread out, different, isn't it? Yeah. you got, like, or you and Rogan, I guess, you got all one arm. Well, I've yeah. got my arm, my rib, and my leg, and my finger. Oh yeah, okay. But you got it all in bulk, isn't it? Really? Yeah, everything's on my left side. And you're still you're still doing the rest of your arm, right? Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Just whenever my artist is free. And you've got Sh- time. Yeah. Shout out to my artist, <laughs> All Link Tattoo in Sheffield, Jack Shutt. He's a fucking gangster, but he's never free. Although he does work his days off, so I can get tattoos. Yeah. But then we're so busy. This, yeah, yeah, this year's been crazy, isn't it? Like how many more tour shows we had on top of what we had last year? I don't know. But apparently next year we've got we got 150 this year that we that are in the book, I believe. Like that we're doing and yeah. done. 
but I think next year is meant to be 200. Yeah, he's, he's been just constantly adding them, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing year, but it's going to be tiring. Well, the hardest part of the whole job for me is living on a bus. Oh, yeah. It's fucking, it's draining. If I could do three, four days and then guaranteed three days off all year round, I could do that. But it's when we See, do like 10 to 12 uh, yeah, days, it kills I've, me. I've liked this month because... The, f- the first week we did two days, the second week we did two days, and then we've done like two weeks straight. Yeah. But because we only did two days on those first two weeks, I felt like I had so much time to myself. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Do you know what I mean? So it was a bit like I actually had like five days off, five days off. Yeah. And then sh- Otherwise, I feel like we always work like three or four days, and then our days off isn't enough to recover. Yeah, but it's getting it like we've been lucky for this month to have it like that because I think, oh, you think we still, we're not even halfway into a this tour block yeah yeah so like give it another couple of days like everyone's been really good basically sometimes when we're together a lot everyone gets annoyed with each other like you do family do that don't they you argue well, it's norm- but it's normally stuff. over like space isn't it yeah like <laughs> like someone that drunk rogan's water last night on the bus yeah someone hit like, Nando's sauce <laughs> shane ate conrad's jaffa cakes yeah they were out by the way they they were out sitting there they were open and everyone was sitting around them. But um, I did replace them. You did, straight yeah. away. And All I'll eat is your protein bars <laughs> and your peanut butter. If you leave them out, it's, game, it's game over. But yeah. I had two boxes of dark lint chocolate balls given to me this week in New- Newcastle. Yeah. From Sarah and Angie. Have Angela. you eaten them yet? Because you've yeah, been pretty ill. Yeah, they're all gone. Did you do it before you was ill? I was having two balls after every meal. <laughs> <laughs> And Another every, fact of Kane's, they're his favourite. Yeah, 60% <laughs> dark chocolate. Oh, yeah, it's, it's well, we've got a while yet, so we'll see. How many days have you got left? Seven, eight, <sighs> some shit like that. I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Be good, beautiful theatre. Oh, it's nice. The stage is nice. The whole theatre's nice. We've got so much space as well, which yeah. I love. And Liffo's back today, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Liffo's been on holiday. We've missed him. Yeah, it's been hard because, what, last, it's got me, what, t- just over, just under two and a half months. Yeah, we've had no Luca because he injured his leg, and then Luca came back and Liffa went on holiday. And then Rogan went away for a bit as well while Luca was away. So, so we've always had a man down. <sighs> yeah. And we've got no swings in our show, so you just kind of figure out how to cover each other's tracks in it. Yeah, and like, yeah, tomorrow full squad. It's gonna be so weird. It's yeah. I bet it it'll, be a, it'll be our shittest show we've done in ages. <laughs> You're just going to move in the wrong positions, yeah, so, well, especially me. Like. There's going to be no space on stage. <laughs> Paul used to be having a go at me. I seem to um, always fall into his space sometimes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he loves telling you. I know. Move, like, man. Shane, move, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pow, pow. <laughs> you need to relax, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, bro, so dope having you on the podcast. Yeah, it's been good. It's been different. I've never done anything like this either. So. No? Well, it's only my 19th episode. Yeah. So it's still quite new to me. I'm still figuring it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like I finally sussed out to get good quality recordings because my first, like, eight podcasts sound like shit now when I listen to them. But I've had to put the money and the time in to buy better equipment and, like, make it sound better. Definitely. And you've sat with a few people and they've, like, helped you, haven't they? And stuff like so. Yeah. And Paulius helps a lot because he's a DJ in it. So he's like, you got to do this, got to do that. And then it makes it sound got better. better and better. And yeah. this, this is what you want to do now, isn't it? It's like, this I mean, is your thing and it's, it's going so well. Well, I'm still like, like I'm a white belt. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm still a white belt in this shit. 
Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to move up a belt until I've probably done like 200 episodes. So I've got a long way to go. Yeah, but you've got all the people coming in wanting to do it that you know, and people are loving it. So the feedback's good for you, and you enjoy this. This is yeah. this is your thing. Well, you at really first I was going to do it just about like, like dancers, singers, actors, like an agents, and keep it very within the industry. And then I was like, do you know what? I just want to talk to whoever I think is cool. So like... In my eyes, you are in the industry. You're an entertainer, which you are. Yeah. You get paid more than most entertainers get paid and they've trained forever Man, to do it. I'm so lucky. That's what I mean. When you <laughs> was telling me in rehearsal, sort it out, you got this, you got this. I'm just like, like wow. Yeah. So to me, right. like, that's why I wanted you on because I want to know what it's like going from doing fucking nothing to being yeah. on the biggest UK tour in the country. It's crazy. It's weird, right? It's so crazy. Now you say it as well like that. It's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like you've yeah. gone from wiping army men's plates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then stripping for a bit, and then oh, I've done some bad jobs. Yeah. What's the worst job you've done? Oh, it's close to the, the washing up. Um, when I come back from Ibiza, I went done the assistant manager for a bit, yeah. and then I went back out to Ibiza. But I come back, and they wouldn't hold my job, and I couldn't get work for like two, three months. And um, I got background families like travellers hmm. from Ireland so, oh um, little pikeys hello who oh, the little, fuck is that boy <laughs> so um, my cousin set me up to work with these travellers um, did they want to buy a dog mate they would live in a caravan oh there was dogs <laughs> there was dogs <laughs> there was dogs there was dogs and caravans uh, it was tarmac and everyone a lot of tarmac, looked like Conor mate. McGregor and yeah they did it, they worked like hard it's ridiculous like it was just stupid it mm. was I was turning up Seven o'clock in the morning, we started and then we finished about six, seven in the evening. Doing what? It was more like landscape gardens. Like they had massive jobs, don't get me wrong. Like the house was working out and the plot was in Ascot and it's worth like 30 million. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the bloke didn't even live here. He lives in Dubai and he just wanted, they'd redone everything. They wanted it all done. Just wanted, because. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of yards ripped out. And patioed and stuff like that. Money Tarmacking. But yeah. I had to take up old stuff with like, I didn't have the digger machines. It was like pickaxe. My hands were ripped and I was I was a lot smaller back then as well. And yeah. I was I, I was dead. I'd come back and I couldn't move. I'd eat and go to sleep. And I'd done that for three months. I was just trying to find any job and I couldn't find nothing. I had to wait for another gym job to come. And then I got that and I was like, doing the Saturdays, I was like, right, I'm, I'm stripping, I, like, I need the money. Thank fuck. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Like that was, yeah, they left you to it. It's just like, you'd go off in teams and um, they work you to your arse off. And I think it was cash in hand as well. Oh, that's the win. That was the win, but it oh, was just Oh, he's a tax evader. Yeah, I know. <laughs> looked like a right mess, but... um. That was the hardest. Like, I was drained. Yeah. And like, you're just trying to look for anything to get out of that. Mm. But yeah, my cousin, my cousin you, me Makes you out, appreciate but, this now, right? Oh, mate. Oh, and they were a big family, like yeah. known family. And they would fight each other on site because they would argue. So both wouldn't listen to the dad. You had all the yeah. old, younger brothers like, all I fight to pick for their ass. place. Yeah. No, I want to pick ass. I'm using the digger. Fight you you have this. I fight you like over that. it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not being racist. Like Irish people. <laughs> I'm ginger. I'm halfway there. But no, mo most of the time they were arguing and you're scrapping and then you're just left and you're like, okay, I'll just keep doing this for a couple of hours. No one will come back and be like, all right, I'll come in the van here. So you want to come back? Like, yeah, uh, I couldn't argue with anything. But um, that and the kitchens were just, they were hell. Like you think squaddies hated sort of us anyway because we grew yeah, up in all the shots so the squaddies was always fight the young lads or the travellers that's all it was yeah. it was stupid and then I'm in a room with about 30 of them 
and they were just some were nice but some were just idiots I was yeah. like I can't believe I've done that but like I said I met the, P, the PT and he got me into fitness and stuff so which got you kind of here yeah he, he was an Irish man he was a, a, he was a nice bloke as well um, I think he he was ex-marine as well I think he held like the records for the fastest runner and that because that's what he did ah, running like he could outrun anyone for miles and miles he'd take these kids out like yeah. they're all like I don't know what you're 18 to 25 and he was in his 40s run 10 mile running morning with him get him back in the gym he'd go back out in the evening when he'd go like three four times right it was ridiculous and like he was the one they, if you were bad and yeah. you were getting sent you'd still have to do your PT sessions but they'd send you to him and he'd make you to like, I heard stories like they'd be lo- obviously locked up because they'd been bad or taken away from their group yeah. and then they would go to him and he'd do two, three hours work with them and they would be physically sick, not being able to like... So it was like, he was known, he was well-respected, but they was like, if you muck up, that's who you're getting one-on-one sessions with. And it's, yeah. it wasn't the happy, can't hear take people out runs at like four in the morning. And he just grill you. Yeah, but he was such a nice bloke to me. I got on so well with him. Yeah. So yeah, the worst job, it's got to be washing up for them. Yeah. Easy, but it got me to all the stuff I like doing now. So it's your best? This is the best by far. Sick. It's like after this, like I, I sort of know what I want to do, but it's going to be hard leaving this to do a normal Monday to Friday job, do you know? Like, yeah. you know how much I love this now. Like, it's just what you're with a load of lads that are like your best mates, you're like a family. And we just have fun on stage. <laughs> you have fun all day while everyone's at work. You're just chilling out, visiting all the places, walking around town eating well, training in different gyms, then you have a laugh at the boy. The amount of banner we have, don't we? Yeah. We have it all day, all night. It starts from when the first person wakes up. To going to bed. Yeah, that it doesn't it. stop. Bailey gets the most. Oh, but he's been so, he's dealt with it good this I year. Tell her, I say he's like, he's the best. <laughs> he deals with so much shit. But he comes back with loads. Even our, even the driver of our coach, like, drills him now. Yeah. It does. But yeah, yeah this, this is the best job ever. Um, yeah, it's just going to be so weird for, I think, all of us when that time comes and you do leave this, like, what what do you do? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Well, it's good. I, I want to do this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got, yeah, yeah. So it's something you still yeah, love yeah. and enjoy. Um, But yeah, to still leave that fun with everyone and then be on your own, it's going it's to be weird to get used to. And the hours, like, we don't... None of us gets up to at least 10 half 10 when you're on tour. Yeah, but we don't so go that, to bed till, like, fucking too. no true but then when you're at home and you need to do stuff and be yeah, up yeah. at like seven, oh my god it kills me kicks your ass yeah because you can't sleep till one two in the morning oh, my girlfriend <laughs> likes to lay in so i'm lucky on my days off you're so lucky <laughs> you're so lucky everyone's up like get up i'm like oh yeah it's a killer sick anyway bro we best go and uh yeah we've got, we got a show to do we got a show baby thank you so much for coming on my podcast no, thanks for having me man it's something different uh, people can find you on instagram at shane tyler Shane Tyler. I will put his Instagram in the bio. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, people. Anyway. Hope you like. Love you, Shaney. Love you too, bro. Peace out, motherfucker. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and also make sure you're following us on Instagram, at the Ins and Outs underscore. Thank you very much, and until next time, the Ins and Outs.